Amen, amen. Thank you, everybody, for the service today. Thank the Lord. And all that's done here should only be not for edification of ourselves, but for the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why we are here, amen. Uh, let's have the uh, children dismissed right now to junior church. I don't know the ages, ages 5 to 11, I guess, and uh, that younger kids are in the nursery. But 5 to 11, junior church, you can go downstairs with Mrs. Wood, my wife. So junior church, you are dismissed downstairs. The rest of us will be up here. If we don't get any snacks and prizes in here. Bible says, when I was a child, I spake as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Amen. We're going to be in 1 Kings chapter 2. 1 Kings chapter 2. When I view the Word of God, I do not view it as historical science, or anything such a matter as that. I view it as the Word of God. I don't interpret the Scripture according to what we know as people, but I ask the Holy Spirit of God to show me Scripture line upon line, precept upon precept. If the Bible says the earth is flat, I believe it's flat. If the Bible says the earth is round, I believe it's round. If the Bible says, uh, I don't believe the sun is a star, how about that? The Bible says that God made the sun and the moon, and then he made the stars also. And that's what I believe. I don't care what science teaches, I believe the word of God. Whatever it says, and I do not try to fit history or science in the word of God. I let scripture interpret scripture, and everything else is he said, she said. The only truth we have on this earth that has not been tainted by man is this book right here. 100% true. Purer than any gold. Everything else is tainted. Could be true, but might not be. So I base everything right here on every single word. Every word of God is pure. Every word. And it's within the word of God we find the food for our soul and the help for every human being on this planet. There's nothing greater than this book right here. It shaped and formed the greatest men and women that ever lived was the Word of God. It gave strength to Joseph when he was stolen from his land and sold into slavery, deceived by his own family. And you can mark and see where everyone... Uh, can follow in the footsteps of their Savior. Amen? As the Lord was wounded in the house of his friends, so was Joseph. And he was sold. But he had integrity and strength, not of his own self, but because of God's word. Mothers, you need to get into the book. Get into God's word. It's not enough you listen to it. It's not enough you have it on your phones. It's not enough the verse of the day pops up. It's not enough that you listen to Brother Rob read it. Thank God for all those things. But you have to sit down and eat for yourself. We have weary mothers walking around, running around, and God knows how they are still running without the Word of God. 
But this book right here is the only source of strength, the nutrients you need to be the woman that God has called you to be. And men, to be the man that God wants you to be. Nothing can give you what this book holds for you right here. All the blessings are in it. It's up to you to get it. And anyone who reads it shall prosper. Anyone who gets into it will be blessed. We have a big challenge this year. If you took on the Bible reading challenge, I'm not saying if you, you didn't, you uh, failed already or whatever. If you took the challenge, raise your hand. Amen. We have a big bunch, big bunch. God bless you. If you took that challenge this year, testimonies I've heard, and there's many people who are out this morning, uh, testimonies, people struggling with alcohol, they started getting the words of God, gone. Struggling with temptation, gone. Problems, character, fixed. We look to everything else but this book. But moms, what you struggle with today, people, what we struggle with today, can be fixed right now. God holds all the answers. And he gave us this book right here. The only tangible thing we have that's directly from the throne of glory is right here. We can hold it. Nothing else we have on this earth. This came down from heaven. That's why the word of God says, and the word of God came unto Jeremiah, and the word of God came unto. It wasn't written by Jeremiah. It came unto him, and he just penned it. Amen. Amen. Uh, 1 Kings chapter 2, that had nothing to do with the message. Uh, 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 19. If you would stand with me as we read verse 19, it's just going to be one verse. I'm not going to keep you that long. I know everybody's going out to uh, Cracker Barrel and Olive Garden and all those things after service and stopping by the flower people on the corner and everything else. And so 1 Kings chapter 2, 1 Kings chapter 2, in verse 19, the Bible says, Bathsheba therefore went unto King Solomon to speak unto him for Adonijah. Now, we don't have to, uh, you can read about what's going on and taking place right here. But I want to focus on these words right here. And the king rose up to meet her and bowed himself unto her and sat down on his throne and caused a seat to be set for the king's mother. And she sat on his right hand. Now, this is not something that just happens at a house. This was the palace. This was something that was very special. And not only that in this time, but in the word of God, the very word of God recorded it. God wants us to get something out of it right now. It's a special thing. Nobody knows women and nobody appreciates women more than God, his, the creator of women. Amen? Nobody does. This world has degraded the role of moms and the role of women in our society. And this world knows nothing about Today, more than ever, women are going through more problems, depression and anxiety. Uh, one of the greatest uh, uh, problems of women today. Why? Because where is their strength? Their strength was robbed. The family was destroyed. Men's hearts are failed, gone. And where do we turn to? But it starts as individuals. It starts with each individual mother, each individual woman, each individual man to rise up and get back 
to where God wants us all to be. And you might not be able to fix a whole generation, but you may be able to touch one life. Not only your family, but your neighbors, people in a church, somebody else. Your words, your prayers will never go unheard when it's before the throne of God. Let's open a prayer. Father, we come before you in this hour. We ask for special grace in this time of need. Lord, and give us that mercy. We need it. And I pray, Lord, as we beseech you, we will come before the throne. Help us all, Lord. None of us here are pure. None of us here are perfect. None of us here come, Father, with clean hands. Lord, but only by the blood of Christ we can even dare to say we are made righteous. And we claim nothing else but the blood of Christ. We claim nothing else but the cross. We claim nothing else but your grace. And Father, as we come humbly, we beseech thee, O Lord, have mercy on us. Fill us, strengthen us, meet our needs right now. Thank you so much for your word. Open our eyes that we may be able to see the hidden things prepared by the Father for his children. I pray you open our eyes to your scriptures, Lord. Open our ears to the truths. Open our hearts to your word. May the Holy Spirit of God reign freely in here. May every foul and evil spirit be casted out. And I pray, O oh God, that the Lord Jesus Christ will be magnified. In his name we ask these things, and by him we stand. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. What a special mother Bathsheba was. And Solomon owed, I would say this, Solomon owed everything to his mother. You see, if you remember the story of Bathsheba and her husband, her husband wasn't David. Her husband was Uriah. And we know what happened with Uriah. How could a man, after God's own heart, do such terrible thing? How could a man do that? Uh, number one, he killed Uriah. Number two, he stole his wife. Ter two terrible things. And to cover it up, he, he wound up murdering Uriah. First, he tried to cover it up by uh, lowering Uriah's integrity. This was David. And may we all, may I say, all of us, uh, at one time or another, have done things, have thought things. Why? Because it's in our heart. Uh, but you put a person in power and the ability to do things, and those things might be done. Thank God for his grace. We don't know, and we need to be thankful. By the grace of God, we've not done a lot of things that we were going to do. We uh, would have all been destroyed. Mankind and the entire world would have destroyed themselves long ago. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Amen? And we just got to acknowledge that grace and grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ as we're commanded to do. It is not of ourselves. Our righteousness is not of ourselves. Our righteousness is filthy rags. But it's by the grace of God that we can stand. It's by the grace of God we've not done things. And I dare to say, better not be pointing fingers at people. It's by God's grace you're not in their place. But we need to learn to help one another up. And thank God for mothers. It takes a mother to have a special care for people. It takes a mother. Nobody can replace the mother. I miss my mother. My mother passed 11 years ago, I believe. 12, 10, 11, 12. One of those. Um, 
I remember my mom, she, she was a character. She was a character. But I'll tell you what, she was my mother. And nobody talked about my mother, even if it was true. Even if it was true. One of the things I remember, one of the things I miss, I miss my mother's voice. She can get loud. She can get loud. My mother, when she answered the phone, she had this, we called it the professional voice. <laughs> the house would have been crazy, screaming, throwing things. But when that phone rang, we all silenced. And she, had, she put this professional voice on, and we knew it was an important call. If she dropped the professional voice after a little bit, we knew it was an important call and we can carry on. It was just maybe one of the family members or so forth. But if it stayed professional to the end, it was very important. I thank God for my mom. I miss those things. I miss those things. And this is uh, family secrets, you know. Uh, but those are the things you miss. Uh, some of the, the character flaws. Those are the th very things you miss because that's what makes the person. The character is what makes the person. And you know, God made you, he fearfully and wonderfully made you. That means he took time. He took the time and the love and the care to make of you who you are. Don't let the devil have you. Don't let the devil degrade you. Don't let the devil, women, don't let the devil keep you down. God is fighting for you all the way. He'll remain with you all the way. And there's nothing, there's no way you can lose. When God is for you, who could be against you? We need some strong women. My mother... I don't know how we even graduated. My mother was good at getting us out of school. I, I, used to, I remember when I was, we would miss sometimes two, three days a week of school, two, two three days. And I'll, I'll wake up, Mom, can I stay home and watch Young and the Restless with you? She'll say, sure. She said, do you have any tests? I'm thinking, I don't have a test. I have an exam, but I don't have a test. So, I, No, I don't have no tests, Mom. I, I, she say, you sure you're not going to get me in trouble? Yeah, I'm positive. We had pre-written we pre absent notes already. Which one should we use? Grandmother's death? No, we used that one already. Uh, family emergency? Nah, that was the last one. Stomach flu? We had all these ones that uh, we would write it out and she would sign it. What was it? Strep throat. Oh, yeah, it's strep throat. Again? Yep. Again. Again. At least, at least, sometimes 30, 40% were absent. We're absent. But uh, we made it. Somehow we made it through. Amen? Now, my, uh, my dad's here. Thank God for my dad. He kept the family together. We... We, uh, my mom, we were unstable at our house. We, I remember being out, I was eight years old. We were out two o'clock in the morning. We were playing around and uh, whatever on a school night. And we had to get up on our own. And, but my, being with my dad, we would switch on and off here and there. My dad, he was up early, man. My mom wasn't up early. She was, she was still sleeping. She was up late. And we would have to get to school ourselves and, and, and try to make breakfast ourselves. We would uh, eat a piece of Stroman, peanut butter, throw it on there real quick, run out the door. Mom, we're, we're leaving. Wake up. We're leaving. Uh, and, of course, there was good times and bad times. Being with my dad, man, he was up early. He'd be waking us up. We would smell fried kielbasa like 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and a big old cast iron pan in the stove. And 
leaving at 6 a.m. sharp. I mean, my dad was scheduled by the second. Uh, Bible reading done, prayer done, checked off, you know. Uh, it, was, it was good. And that structure is what we craved as kids. And, you know, the devil, uh, along the way, he got in the family. Like, he does with every family. He does it, and he tries to destroy it. But my dad kept his walk with the Lord. And he kept fervent in serving God. And it kept us, and that's why he has all four kids. He has, we have four kids. All four of us uh, uh, are, are, are walking with the Lord, are serving the Lord somehow, some way. And, uh, but my mother, I'll tell you about my mom. She was a soul winner. She used to tell people about the Lord. We'd come home some days, and there would be a homeless man in our living room. Who's this guy? He's in my seat. Oh, oh, well, Roger got saved today. I don't care. Get him out of here. And he's going to be sleeping in your bed, too. Oh, man. No, she didn't do that. She'd, she'd pull out a blanket in the living room, and Roger would, uh, the next day, our TV would be gone and so forth. And <laughs> but what a heart she had for people. She, what a heart she had for people. And uh, my mother, she had such a heart. She had such a heart for all of her kids. and um, She had her flaws, of course. Nobody doesn't have flaws. We all have flaws. We all have flaws. Uh, we're all made of dirt. None of us are made of gold. None of us. All made of dirt. You know? So if you want to uh, try to pick out dirt, go ahead. That's what I'm made of. But God wants to make of us a vessel finer, the Bible says, gold, precious, silver. All of our works for God are, are that. Best I can produce on my own is dirt. Uh, but for the Lord, man, he gives us such great opportunities. There is a reason why Solomon had his mother sit by him. If you ever read Proverbs 31, I turn a lot of women to Proverbs 31. You ever read Proverbs 31, women? What a strong woman that is. A virtuous woman, a woman that feared the Lord, she shall be praised. She shall be praised at the last. Her husband is known in the gates. Why? Because of her. Oh, a woman that walks with God with such strength, wisdom. A woman's voice goes very strong with a man. You know that. A woman's mouth can control a large vessel. Strongest of men. Doesn't matter how strong that man is. Doesn't matter how strong that, that, that teenage boy is or that son, that, that wayward son or that son that turned his heart away from God. Moms, you can turn. You have power in your words. You don't have to raise your voice. Oh, mom's words cut to the heart. Mom's words cut right to the heart. There is something irreplaceable, something about a mother's words. And you read Proverbs 31, it starts out with... Uh, Men struggling with alcohol and pleasure. Oh, King Lemuel, these are the Proverbs that his mother taught him. That's Bathsheba. Lemuel is, means a man of God. And Solomon. Bathsheba taught Solomon. There was a time where Solomon started drinking. Bathsheba said, you better not be drinking. That's not for kings. You're something better. You're something stronger. You're a man of God called by the Lord. 
Leave, leave the drinking to the ones who want to live in the world. Leave the drinking to the ones who, who are, are, are dying. doesn't give excuse for them, but it's people that don't have hope. We have hope. We have the Lord Jesus Christ. And there was a reason why Solomon had asked Bathsheba, his mother, to sit on his right side. There's a reason for that. Her lips spoke of wisdom. God granted Solomon a wise and understanding heart. He was the wisest man who ever lived. And part of that was given through Bathsheba. Part of that was given through the mother. Now, Bathsheba went through a lot of troubles to get to this place. But she was nothing less before. She was a growing mother. She was robbed of her first husband, Uriah, murdered. You know, and when David took her to be his wife, after he killed her husband. She didn't live in a woe is me, my life is over. She made sense of it. And she said, this is what I'm dealt. Whatever my lot, O Lord, thou hast taught me to say, it is well with my soul. And she's the one who fought to be and make Solomon king of Israel. It was God's will for Solomon. He was a man that God loved and cherished, the Bible says. But it was through Bathsheba that he would use his mother. And as she went to Nathan the prophet, uh, she didn't go and, and, and uh, backstab people to get there. She didn't go and gossip, no. She went to the prophet, a man of God, and, and she went before the Lord and she prayed and she kept right by David's bedside to the very end, even though he did her very wrong. And it was through all of that she got to sit on Solomon's right hand. Bathsheba reaped what she sowed. And God, help us all if we always reap what we sow. We, God gives us a lot of mercy. God gives us a lot of grace. And we all know we should be reaping a lot more uh, wrong and bad things in our life, more cursed than anything. And but we, we hope and wait for those little blessings that God gives us, even though we don't deserve them. God's a good God to us. Bathsheba uh, she sat, the Bible says, the king rose up to meet her and bowed himself unto her and sat down on his throne and caused a seat to be set uh, for the king's mother. And she sat on his right hand. The words of Bathsheba in Solomon's ear uh, were needed. You see, moms, your kids just don't need you in their diapers and your kids just don't need you uh, through school your kids are going to need you after. The Bible says for the children not to forsake their mother when she is old. Why? Because a oh, poor old mom, she's old and she's no good anymore. No, because kids are going to need her uh, when she's older because you're getting older. And you always need your mother. You always need your mother. Moms, you need to be stronger than ever. You can't be looking for your kid just to be get, uh, getting older because they're a handful or they're a headache. No. Because you're always going to be looking uh, to get rid of them somehow, some way. Get them more into your life. Get them so you can instill in them words of wisdom. As Bathsheba did with Solomon. She prepared him to be king of Israel before he was king. She was with him all the way. Uh, through the hard times. Through the sad times. And it wasn't for any reason that Solomon called for his mother. And had a seat set 
That means she was going to be there on his right hand. I think of Uriah, Bathsheba's first husband that was murdered. You know, Uriah was a strong man. He was no slouch. The Bible says he was a mighty man. And that does not happen on his own. Men, if you, you know this, if you have a wife, you are only as strong as your wife lets you be. Right? That's it. You are as strong as your wife allows you to be. That's true. You can only go as far as your wife. I live for my family. If my, fa- if my wife uh, doesn't let me go a certain way, she, could just, she don't have to say a word, just be a look. Silence sometimes is worse than anything. Well, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to be nice to him. Don't do that. Tell me something. I want to hear your words. I want to hear that everything's okay. Uriah, David was shocked. David committed adultery with Bathsheba, and she was expecting. Uriah was fighting a battle. David called for Uriah to come. What he was going to do is cover his tracks. He was going to try to force Uriah to go home so that he would be with his wife. That way Uriah would think that the baby was his. Bathsheba would have to live with that lie. What was David thinking? Men get desperate in times of trouble. And we wind up doing worse and worse things to cover our tracks. The first thing that should have been done was truth and before the Lord and the throne of grace. Forgiveness is always there. Mercy is always there with the Lord. and He'll always be with us. But because of the extent that David went, it cursed everything. Curses all of his other kids. That's why one of the reasons why Solomon was on the throne. David's first son murdered. Second son. Down to Adonijah. Adonijah should have been the next king. No. But Solomon was. When Uriah didn't go home, he said, how can I, king, how can I go home and be with my wife and just lay in a bed when all, all the other soldiers are in a field and, and amongst the enemy? I cannot do this thing. So the Bible says he slept in the gate on the cold ground all night. David said, what am I going to do with a man like this that's so strong? That man doesn't get like that by himself. I can imagine Bathsheba's words telling Uriah, honey, you you come home safely. I'll take care of the finances. I'll take care of everything. I'm going to buy that house over there and rent it out, and I'll take care of everything. You just come home safely, and you don't come home until it's done. It's meaningful when you know your wife, your spouse is with you. In words only, no, but in spirit and in heart. It creates a team. It created a strength in Uriah that David didn't have. It was a rebuke and a reproach to David when he tried to cover up sin. Uriah's integrity didn't even allow sin to get covered up. It was a light that broke forth in the darkness We don't have to defend ourselves when lies are at hand. Truth will always shine brighter. Truth will always speak for itself. You don't have to use your mouth 
uh, to defend yourself. Let the Spirit of God defend you. Let the words of God defend you. The Bible says, let every man be a liar. Let God be true and every man a liar, that thou mightst be justified in thy sayings. Thank God for men like Uriah. But Uriah didn't get there on his own. It was because of Bathsheba. And that's why the Bible says, she shall be known, he shall be known in the gates in Proverbs chapter 31. We know Bathsheba was an amazing woman. We know Bathsheba was an amazing mother. And it was through Bathsheba uh, that Solomon was king. But let me say this in verse 19, and then we're going to close. And the king rose up to meet her. The Bible says in Proverbs 31, 30, and a woman that feareth the Lord. Beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Here we can see that Bathsheba was identifying herself with the Lord Jesus Christ. As the Lord rose up to meet Stephen, got up off his throne to meet Stephen. So the king got up to meet his mother. The king rose up to meet her. The Bible says, and bowed himself unto her. Would the Lord, God of heaven, bow himself to us? All he does, he bows his ear when we pray. He gave an example and washed our feet. He bows to our needs. He bows to our feelings, the Bible says, of our infirmities. He bows to us. For our God is much higher than we'll ever know. But his heart goes deeper than we can ever see. And his love is always there, reaching down to the lowest parts to help us up when we need him. Sure, he bows to us, not in reverence for us, but because of our needs. Not for any other reason, but because he loves us. And Solomon, he, oh, he loved his mother, and he needed her more than ever, than ever, he said, I want a seat set for my mother. But Solomon, that's for the king. That's where he decrees and makes all the battle plans and sets the commands and the laws and, and, and declares all the judgment for this land. He said, I need my mother. I need her voice. There's going to be times I need her comfort. There was a time when Solomon struggled with alcohol. We can read that in the Word of God. And the Bible says in Proverbs 31 that that's where Bathsheba started. Better not be drinking. Better not be uh, spending all that time on those computers and all that. You better get up. You're a king now. Oh, but mommy, I'm, I know I'm a king. I can do whatever I want. Nope. nope. Anybody else tried to dictate to Solomon what was going on, Solomon just killed him. But Bathsheba, his mother, comes in there. It's different. It's different, isn't it, when the moms speak? Oh, mothers, if you would speak with the words of God, it goes so much deeper. Oh, mothers, if you would just speak with wisdom from God's word, we need that. Oh, mothers, if you would just tell it how it is, you could turn. You could turn the sons. You could turn the daughters back to the Lord. You could turn this land back to the Lord. We need strong, godly mothers. It was the strong, godly mothers that uh, set the prohibition in America. Do you know that? Yeah. 
We need strong, godly mothers today. Humble moms, meek moms, women of meek and quiet spirit that has such stronger strength. You get this, you get this mother just staring at you with that silence. It sits me right down. What do you need? You get a mother yelling at me. I don't got time for this. I'm gone. But you get a mother just staring at you. You're gone. You're done. You sit down. All right, what do you need? What do you want? Yeah. You start staring at the Lord. Humble. Lord, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. I'll tell the story. Miss Janet, can I tell the story about the car? I remember Miss Janet. Miss Janet, car, her car went. She was without a car. She comes, she says, Pastor, I pray that I get a car. I say, how much, how much money do you have? She goes, I don't got no money. Miss Janet. All right, well, let's pray. She say, well, God will provide. He always has provided for me. And I believe he'll provide. I'm like, amen. This woman has some faith. So we're praying and praying and praying, and she would check in. Pastor, you hear anything about a car yet? I'm praying. I'm like, I'm praying too. <laughs> See what happens. And I'm thinking, man, what kind of car is she going to get for free? What kind of car is she going to get? You know, God's going to do something great for her. She's just waiting, and she's just praying. And I'm thinking to myself, Lord, Make something happen. Make something happen. One day we get a call. The owner of uh, Colonial Subaru hears about this woman in a, church, a little church that needs a car. So they prepped this car, detailed it, painted it, got it all ready, beautiful car. Not only did they give it, tax title tags paid for, pictures taken with them and it put it in a magazine, the whole nine yards. Why? Because you just had a woman waiting, Lord, this is what I need. She wasn't declaring it all over Facebook and in the world, no. She declared it before the throne. The one she trusted in. The one who can provide for her, not just now, but in the years to come. We need godly women that will stand up for God. We need godly women that will set the tone for the women that come after. They teach the younger women how to keep the house, to love their husbands. Our lives are a mess today. Our families are a mess. Moms, we need you more than ever. We need you more than ever. We need you more than ever. Bathsheba identified herself with Christ. She feared the Lord. We're going to close right here. She feared the Lord. The Bible says, and he bowed himself unto her. You know, the Lord bows himself when you pray. The Lord bows himself when you are in need. The Lord bows himself and he's touched with the feelings of your infirmities. And he showed that when he washed the disciples' feet. He bowed down and washed their feet. The Lord bows. Bow thy ear, O God, to my prayer. Bow thy ear. And the Bible says, and sat down on his throne and caused a seat to be set for the king's mother. And she sat 
on the right hand. And that's where our Lord sits today, on the right hand of the Father. Bathsheba identified herself with the Lord Jesus Christ. And may every woman that feareth God, may their lives be a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. May your words be seasoned with salt and represent that you've been reading your Bibles. May your lives and your spirit and the way you flow and conduct yourself represent that you've been spending time in prayer. May your touch represent that you have a touch of God in your life and that when you are in the presence of your kids and in other people around you, may they feel safe that a mother is here. I think of Deborah, and we're going to close. The Bible says, I, Deborah, rose a mother in Israel. She gave that strength that Barak needed to conquer the army. Moms, we need you more than ever. Women, we need you to walk with God more than ever. More than ever. We need our moms today. May you rise up. Rise up, moms, and spend time with God. Rise up. And don't let the devil beat you down anymore. Get seated where Christ is. Identify yourself with your Savior and live for him. Not just for today, but for tomorrow. We need you. We need you around. We need you, moms. Happy Mother's Day. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, we ask these things in the name of Jesus. I pray you protect our moms. Bless them. Lord, strengthen them. Lord, I pray they'll open the book and read it. May they give their lives to you, their hearts to you. Free them, O oh God, from the oppression of the devil. Free them, O oh God, from affliction. The devil's around them. May they conquer what they struggle with through the Lord Jesus Christ and by the blood of the Lamb. I pray you set them free. Let them freely walk with you. Give them strength and grace for our moms. I pray, Lord, you'll help us all Thank you for being with us. Thank you for always hearing our prayer. Thank you, Lord, for bowing down to our needs. You are truly high and lifted up. We don't deserve, Lord, for you to do that. But we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. If you're here today, let's all stand. If you're here today, God spoke to your heart. Would you come down? Moms, would you come down and pray? Ask for that grace and strength. Maybe you're not a mom. Would you come down and pray for your mother? And pray for other mothers, how much we need you. Come down to the altar of God and pray. Cast your burden upon the Lord. He shall sustain thee. Yea, he shall strengthen thee. Casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. You don't have to live with it any longer. Give it to the Lord. The bigger the burden, the greater the miracle. Give it to the Lord. Free yourself from the cares of this life. Jesus not only saved your soul, but he made you whole. That you can rise up and walk. Walk with the King. Walk with your Savior. And live for God. We need you. We need strong moms here. We need strong fathers. We need strong men. We need strong women. We need you. You don't have to prove anything. So I already messed up too many times. We're all dirt. But today you can start something great for the Lord. You can open your Bible. You can start praying again. 
You can start witnessing again. It's never too late to start again with the Lord. Seven times 70, he says. If you confess your sins, he's faithful and just. Forgive your sins and cleanse you from all righteousness. We can put a smile on our face now. You don't know what I've been through. All oh, Bathsheba, she's been through a lot. But she had a goal. She had an objective. It was Christ and to see her son walk with the Lord. You might not be able to change your past. But you could do something great for God. Not only now, but in the future. devil got you in the past don't let him get you again in the future walk with the king do something great for God mothers we need you I don't have my mother anymore I look for some of the moms in here. Believe it or not, I look at you as mothers. The Bible says that. The elders as fathers. The elder women as mothers. God has put us in the family of God. Deborah wasn't Barak's mother. But man, she became his mother. Father in heaven, Lord, thank you, O oh God, for our moms. And again, I just want to ask you, Lord, please bless them in a special way. Bless them more than ever. Lord, as the sin and wickedness abounds in this world, may your grace abound greater in our lives. Rain it down, O oh Lord, that everlasting grace, the grace that never fails, the grace that never runs dry. I pray you rain it. And fill our cups, O oh Lord, that others that are thirsty may come. And we can point the sinner in the way of the cross and lead a sinner in his way. Turn many unto the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray and ask these things. Also, Lord, please free our mothers from all that they go through and bless them in a special way. At the sound of my voice right now, I pray, free their hearts and open their hearts to your word. Fill them with your grace and love and strength. And give them the purpose, a new purpose today. In the name of Jesus, I ask and pray these things. Amen. Amen and amen. Happy Mother's Day. God bless you. We have a special gift for our moms. Uh, if, where's Kayla? You can go grab them. And I know I'm not going to do this right. I get yelled at after the service. Amen, amen. <laughs> all right. Um, amen. Well, everybody's dismissed. All the moms, uh, Kayla's got the uh, gifts for you in the back, something small from our church. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you.